welcome back to the Chronicles of Critics podcast. I'm your host, Caleb, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Connor and Andy. And we have a guest host tonight. Wait, we do? Yeah. Say hi, Eric. Hello. My name is Eric. This is uh, my friend from work and also fellow podcaster. Eric is um, the main host on the podcast Short Game, Long Talk, where he plays and reviews short games. Yeah. What, like five to ten hours? Uh, The cap off is 25 hours. We haven't gotten to that point yet, but right now we've been playing games that are usually like three and a half hours, something you can play in like a night. Yeah. Um, Sweet. And then we talk about them for like an hour and a half to two hours. (laughs) So we basically talk about it for the entire length of the game. (laughs) Interesting. It's almost like a commentary. Yeah, so I I beat a game that was two and a half hours. <laughs> I had more to say about the game yes. than actually playing it. Yes. Speed run. Now, what you do have to do next is, as you play the game, record yourself. Record talking. yourself playing the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Have you done, have? All right. Now we're talking. Things. I have done, I've been making content on the internet for on and off for 10 years. So wow. I've had podcasts, YouTube channels. I did cosplay. I had like a following on that. So, yeah, I've definitely done the Let's Plays. I still have all of those videos. I have like. 300 plus videos of Let's Plays on my old channel that I'm not going to say. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I have two channels. One with like a bunch of buddies and then one where I did all the work. But that both, actually I did all the work on both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there we go. <laughs> Which is why I made the second channel. <laughs> so Eric, I need to know, Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, or both? It's both. Oh, man, you're one of those guys. Oh, I can always, afford that. I've always been. I know. <laughs> I was always lucky. It wasn't like day one. I always had like a choice. Um, basically, the first my my baby console is a Sega Dreamcast, mm. the best console of all time. <laughs> um, I still have it. Still works. Still runs perfectly. Uh, that was like my first actual console, and mm-hmm. then I think there was this weird thing where Sega went under, and then Xbox uh, bought a bunch of games from Sega to be on the original Xbox. So my family bought an Xbox, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. My dad was like a big PC guy, so I was like, oh, it's Microsoft. I'm going to buy that. <laughs> um, and he was still salty that Sega went under because he was a Sega kid. Um, <laughs> and then after that, I got a PS2 eventually. I don't know when, but the PS2 was insane. And that was super good. And then my Xbox crapped out. And then I was like, well, this is weird. And then eventually I went to a 360. And I've had every console, basically. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> That's well, what I can tell. Yeah, All right. I, I, had, I have experience with every console from, I think, N64 to the PS4 generation because I haven't gotten a new console yet because it's unnecessary right now. There's not like it's getting there where my PS4 is like screaming at me when I play new games. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's not fully worth it for me yet, but I've been lucky enough to be able to have like basically every gaming console that has come out at some point. Mm. Nice. See, I alternate every generation. That's an interesting choice. So I had a 360, then I went mm-hmm. to a PS4. Now I have an Xbox Series X. That's the correct. That was the correct pattern, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I know it was. Trust that me. Was the, yeah. That was the absolute correct pattern because the, the PS3 was a mess. Yeah. Um, and it eventually became better than the, the, the 360 by the end of its lifespan. Mm-hmm. It was a massive start. I think it was like eight hundred dollars when that thing came out. Dang. It was yeah. Ridiculous. See, I've been a PlayStation purist from the get-go. I had wow. every single PlayStation console, never an Xbox, but. 
you know what? I'm not exactly proud of that because I actually think Xbox is better at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But you just won't make the won't make the leap, huh? I just won't make the jump in the sense. <laughs> well, like at this point in my life with two children, like I I cannot justify a thousand dollar console expense. Okay. You know? Yeah. I'm gonna sell you right now. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. You can go to the Costco that's six minutes from your house that I'm really jealous about. Um, <laughs> you can march in there, buy an Xbox Series, uh, Xbox One, uh, like the Series S, which is the one that has like the giant like circle, black circle on it. Okay. It is a digital only, it's no discs. You buy that, it's $300. No way. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yes, $300. It's not the top of the line one, but it is a, a next gen console. You buy that. Uh, it'll probably come with a lot of stuff. Can I wait? Can I play the new Star Wars game or not Star Wars? Hogwarts. The, uh, Hogwarts, Hogwarts yeah. game. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can play it on there. And then on top of that, that game is going to come. It's going to come with a probably a three month trial of Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate, which okay. is typically fifteen dollars a month. So that's fifteen dollars a month, and you get access to over I think like four hundred games. Dang. The Game Pass is amazing. That dude, three hundred bucks. Okay, 300. All, all I gotta do is go donate plasma six yes. times, and I'm there. Oh my! Yes, <laughs> that's that's my go-to. If I ever need an extra like couple hundred bucks, I'm like, all right, I'm just I'm gonna, gonna go, go do, donate go. plasma at the center that's also six minutes from my house. Yeah, <laughs> stumble your way into a Costco afterwards. Yeah, yeah. you're like, what Perfect. else can I donate? <laughs> So you can do that, uh, but the Game Pass Game Pass is like an incredible, incredible deal. It's probably the best deal in gaming. For really? Gaming. Okay. Yeah. Well, what I really love about Xbox is the backwards compatibility. Yep. In the sense that I can, I've always, I mean, my favorite game ever was like Battlefront mm-hmm. One and Two. Yeah. Like the original, the originals, yeah. yeah. Which you cannot play mm-hmm. on PlayStation anymore. Actually, I think they're releasing it. Think so? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read something about that where they're re-releasing okay, it. Okay, well, and I'm unsold on Xbox. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you have that neither, if you have neither, it is a better option to buy the Xbox. Like it is just that much better. Um, wow. I agree. Three hundred bucks—that's totally worth it. Yeah. All right. Donate that plasma. Yeah. Donate it. Well, what a great uh, icebreaker. Well, we have to hear from Andy. What's your console of choice? Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. Although I'm, I'm gonna. My hand is going to be forced when, if the new Knights of the Old Republic remake comes out. This is going to be PS5 only for temporary. Yeah, That's how they get you. That is exactly how they get you. So Andy is Xbox purist. I'm the PlayStation purist. Connor is switching off every other one. And Eric is everything everywhere. All All at at once. once. All (laughs) at once. Including a Steam Deck. Oh, um, which is oh, fancy! Actual, including ultimate. Switch, including yeah. like yeah. <laughs> Wait, the Steam Deck is like the Steam console, right? It's, it's, a, a, it's Steam... a little mini computer, basically. Right? Okay. It's I... the ultimate emulator. You can like do all kinds of stuff on that. It's a the Steam Switch, yeah. basically. Steam Switch. It's a beast. Ooh. I was like, so I can I can stream my PlayStation onto my Steam Deck. Wow, oh, that's awesome! So I was able to play like that's why I was able to play that game that was 140 hours because I could just sit on my couch. And oh yeah, play, basically play it. That game is also on the Switch now, but at, I don't I don't have it on the Switch. Um, but <laughs> it is yeah, it's Steam Deck is absurd. Again, 450 bucks for that thing, it's well, pretty good. And, cool. Well, well, now that we've broken the ice, we can get into our topic of tonight, which is. The Mandalorian Midpoint Review. So at this point of recording, five episodes of Season 3 have released. And so we have figured we'd kind of take a break um, at the official 
middle point of the season to kind of just talk about everything that's happened so far, what we like, what we don't like, where we think it's going. So um, let's kick off with kind of just a discussion on how we feel like the, the, this season is holding up against the first two so far. Well, guys, this is like one of the like most controversial seasons of it so far. Really? Yeah. I mean, I like that. all this stuff is coming out. I mean, viewership has dropped by the millions. No, really? Like, yeah. Ratings. Like I'm like read stuff every day about how the Mandalorian has lost its magic and, hmm. and all this stuff. And it, it's sad. It like, is sad. It's really sad. I mean, like, and I can, to be honest, I mean, I can feel it. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a diehard Dave Filoni guy. All right. And I'm a diehard die John Favreau guy. Yeah. Oh, oh. So I'm, I'm, I mean, the first two, I was like, I've always said since the first season of Mandalorian, mm-hmm. this is my favorite Star Wars content, even more than Rogue One, which is my favorite movie. Yeah. Rogue One's so good. Yeah. But this season, I, I'm actually a little disappointed by, to be honest, so really? far. I think I, if I could separate it in like percentages, I like about forty-five percent of it, yeah. and I dislike about fifty-five percent of it. Wow! So the scales have tipped, man. Mm. Where I I dislike more than I like. It's sad. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I will say though, the forty-five percent that I like is really cool. Mm. Like, there's some really cool mm. parts of the season, but the season overall, I mean, at this point, is uh, kind of a letdown. Yeah. I don't know. What are you thinking, Eric? Because you were you were saying earlier that like, oh, usually Mandalorian is good to great. Do you yeah. feel that with this season too? Yeah, I do. Um, I still, I, I think it's good. I mean, it's a midpoint, right? I, I was saying before we started recording, it's kind of hard to judge by midpoint because, like, for example, the bad episode of the season is episode three, <laughs> the Doctor Pershing, Pershing episode. Yeah, Pershing, I personally yeah. like that episode. It's All fine. Right. It's I, fine because it's sandwiched sandwiched in between like two. of the best parts of the season. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, that's if why. I if I had to pick a scene that was yeah. my favorite, it was it would definitely be in that episode. Yeah. But it's also my least favorite episode. So weird. <laughs> yeah. So for me, like, yeah, that episode was like kind of bunk. But by the end of this season, like that could be the most important episode of the season. Like, because it right. did set up a plot point that we were like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And it brought us back to Coruscant, which I'm not gonna complain about. It's like one of the most fascinating like to that see, was to, to see so it super post cool. post Empire is like nuts. I was like, well, what? Even like, I never knew that about Coruscant either. That it's like, I didn't either. It's built on top of like, it's mm-hmm. basically an outer shell of the planet. Yeah. And they went to that place where it's like, oh, this is the top, the tallest yeah. peak of the planet. And it's like, up. oh, it's just like at the top of a rock. Like, <laughs> well, you <laughs> that know, was like, pretty crazy. In, like the Star Wars lore, like Coruscant is like thousands upon thousands of levels, like mm-hmm. deep. So, I mean, probably what happened was, I mean, they basically built and then they kept building mm-hmm. up and up and up and up on the planet up until you have the upper levels, which then became the wealthy. Because then in lore, like as you, the farther down in Coruscant you go, the poorer mm-hmm. it gets, more like oh. gangs and crime. I just, and, I just assumed yeah. it was a terrible planet that fell apart and then they just built it like that. So when they showed that like, oh no, it's actually just built on top of the planet. I thought like, I basically thought it was just L.A., <laughs> like, oh, yeah. and then it's it just started expanding and expanding and expanding and then it was like okay well now it's just the whole planet and we don't have water yeah, like that's what i thought and then when they're like no no no, it's on top of the mountains and i was like 
excuse me? <laughs> that was like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I knew about the levels thing. Cause they show that like all the time in like the Filoni stuff. Like right. Filoni mm-hmm. loves <laughs> the bottom the half levels. of, yeah. yeah. He <laughs> loves the bottom of uh, Coruscant. Hmm. So that was cool to see like live. Yeah. Which I actually only know that because there was supposed to be a Star Wars video game before um, Disney bought mm-hmm. Lucas yeah. Arts. 1930, was mm-hmm. it? Yeah, something like that. It was like numbers. Yeah. And it was about like one of the lower levels yeah. of Coruscant. Oh. And you're like a bounty hunter. Yep. And oh. it sounded so that awesome. That sounds so great. And then Disney bought it and scrapped everything. Mm-hmm. Dang, come on. Disney doesn't like making video games themselves. They like to license out video games. Yeah. Um, because if they fail, it's not their fault. Sports. It's in the game. It's in the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole, man. EA sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other topic. That's that we a whole can get tangent. That's a whole yeah. other thing. But um, no, I, I liked that episode actually mm-hmm. because I could already tell that it was going to be setting up a major plot point. Like, number one, I liked coming back and seeing the scientist guy. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a fun little callback <laughs> to... <laughs> Shut up, Andy. What are you? A what? fun little callback? Yeah, just like a fun little callback. You like, disagree, Andy. And yeah. see more about him. And there's a lot of uh, theories about like it getting um, there being like callbacks to that episode and him in Bad Batch now. Or I mm. guess this would be like a prequel mm. to his, yeah. his story and everything in, in Bad Batch. And, and seeing kind of the New Republic in a new light. Because we knew that the New Republic was weak. And it was going to fall to the to the first order, and now we're kind of seeing why. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I want to hear Andy's okay. take on this because he's clearly he's has itching. Strong opinions. So he's this biting. this really falls into one of my fears of how we're encroaching upon this the sequel plot hole filling territory. Mm. So. The whole thing with Dr. Pershing, we didn't need to see that. His storyline, the whole thing, it's not something we needed a full episode about. Nobody cared about him. To bring him back for a full episode and take time away from Mando, mm. this is where I, This is where my biggest fear is laid with where the show is going to head is when they start branching out. To branching episodes, out yeah. of just the main character, which is Din Djarin. And they did it kind of with, I I guess there was a little bit of it going on in Book of Boba Fett, where Mando was the main character for two whole episodes in a very short series. Yeah. Not a fan of that. If they're going to stick to kind of the format, either they got to stop making their their shows about, you know, title with single person and then just like branching out doing whatever they want. Or just keep it focused on one story because when you start connecting all this stuff, it to me it's I just see it as as a lot of fan service to bring in random characters just to bring into live action or finish telling stories from old shows, i.e. Rebels and Clone Wars, which I I personally don't want to see either. Like yeah. those shows had their time. They're over. Let's make new content. That's what I. That's what I'm all about. I'm. I'm with you, Andy, in the sense of the Doctor Pershing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah. it was a bad move to give him like 35 minutes or so and, of screen it, it, time. Yeah, and not only, but the, he's such an inconsequential character. But, I mean, yeah, you could have told that story a much shorter version of it. You know, it's so out of place. The amount of detail and depth they went into with his character. 
to spend. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so it's been the longest episode of the season so far. And it wasn't. And even well, let me they let me spent... tell you a, an interesting theory. Okay. That, okay. Here's here's a theory that I've heard thrown out there, is that, um, because Boba Fett mm-hmm. was so terrible, and was getting such a bad public reaction in the beginning, it's a theory that they shoehorned Mandalorian into that series mm. to save the series. Mm. And because of that, they're saying that them giving Mando those two episodes took away from... That was supposed to be part of season three. So now they had to fill season three with other stuff to make up for the lost time. They gave two episodes to Boba Fett. They're short two episodes. They have to fill it in with other stuff. Enter Dr. Pershing. And now they're taking that plot point and what would have been a small side story that could have been told in 10 minutes, they're now giving that a full episode. So I don't know. That's a theory. It's a theory. I don't think it's a good one. I hope that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I I think there's the evidence in those two episodes itself. Like they, they didn't just pull it away from Mando season three and throw them in there because they do tie into the Boba Fett plot. Mm -hmm. And there's, there is a time jump in between Season two, those two episodes, and then the start of season three. Because supposedly, allegedly, Grogu was training with Luke for like a year or two. Two years. Yeah. And so that's a little too much time to kind of take away from um, those two episodes and then time in, in season three. What do you think on this, Eric? I feel I see the gears so, turning in your head. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it's possible that they like shoehorn Mando in there because like the way pre-production and all that works with Disney, like they get everything done like mm-hmm. in a very like succinct amount of time, <laughs> and there was no way that they like the first three episodes of Boba Fett came out and they're like, oh no, this is terrible. <laughs> it's like it was all done. Like yeah. it was done before it came out. Um, I like the idea that, uh, you know, like those were supposed to be plot points and maybe they did like they they were in the writer's room and they're like, oh, man, like this is not going well. We need to bring in Mando for more than just like, oh, here's his appearance mm-hmm. in Boba Fett, which was bound to happen regardless of the story. Sure. Line. He has yeah. to show up. Yeah. Um, but I, I wish they would have just called that season like the Mandalorian, the book of Boba Fett. Like it would have been better as that. Um, mm, to the, I agree, actually. Yeah, because then like think, you you have Mando helping Boba Fett. Yeah, and it's like this own little side. And story. you very clearly have to watch it to yeah. understand what's going on in season yeah, three. Yeah, so that's why yeah. you have it as called the Mandalorian, the yeah. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And then you can do those kind of like how it's like a Star Wars story. Like mm-hmm. I wish they would bring that back. Like I want them to do more Star Wars stories. It doesn't yeah. have to be focused on the main characters. Like do these other things. Like yeah. do crazy. Like I, I would literally watch like a Star Wars story. Like just tv show about pod racing like like it was just yeah like, bring it on about it, like a competitive like the underbelly of pod racing like how because <laughs> like i'm like the back, back to video games the pod racing video game they have all those different courses and stuff i'm like where are those like yeah right <laughs> yeah they've made up all these incredible courses but there's only one ever shown in media we're talking to the video game guy over here it's like mm. come on bring the video games into live well, action I know. let's I do the pod racing pod game. racing would be interesting like the, and you played nice little republic yeah, right and the swoop racing in that those are my yeah. favorite aspects of the game and That's i always so, love yeah, doing bring that in, bring where's in the, the swoop racing swoop racing bring in swoop, sports. there it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah sports and star wars is crazy like, yeah 
<laughs> sports and sci-fi in general is crazy. Like, I always think it's wild, like, uh, what they can do because it's sci-fi. It's like, what what is it going to be? It's going to be, like, weird, like, super anti-gravity basketball. It's like, oh, cool, great. Uh, like, the hoop's upside down. Cool, all right. You have to dive through it. Like, there's weird rules that can happen. Quidditch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Quidditch. Yeah. Quidditch. That's but, fantasy. Yeah. So, so one thing I will say, Andy, is, like, I don't feel like any of these side plots have been to – like fan service, mm-hmm. Clone Wars, and Rebels. Like, truly, I do think that they are <clears throat> side plots to an attempt to build out the story. Mm-hmm. I agree. So they're, they, I feel like they are for a purpose. Whether we like them, like, I agree. Yeah, I'd have to agree that it is too long. 38 minutes in a 45-minute episode or whatever it was um, away from The Mandalorian. Because even in seasons one and two, there were side plots. Yeah. There were plenty of filler episodes in both of those seasons, but all of them still focused around Mandalorian. Yeah. You saw the characters that you loved um, and just building out. Well, okay. and something, too, that it would hold true to the way the show has gone with those quote-unquote filler episodes, they usually end up making sense and having meaning by the end of the season. So, like, for example, the Mudhorn episode in yeah. season one. That yeah. was a total side plot, but... Actually, that ended up being the main solidifying moment in the Clan mm-hmm. of Two. That like yeah. they became yeah. the Clan of Two because their defeat together of the Mudhorn, and yeah. arguably that was the moment when Mando decided, maybe in his heart, I'm not going to turn this thing in for a bounty. Mm-hmm. It saved my life. I'm gonna, you know. So I'm thinking yeah. that that might be what we see with the Doctor Pershing episode. Is that yeah? It clearly set up a major plot point. Hopefully we see that come to fruition at the end of the season. And Pershing I, is like only from the Mandalorian, like from what I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. So it's like you're bringing back a character from season one who was touched on in season two, I think. Yeah. You saw him like captured. Briefly. Yeah. He was in like five, like very, five or six minutes. Yeah. Of the, I know when that, when two. the Imperial lady showed up, I was like, who are you? I know. <laughs> I like, well, yeah. Like, I was, I, I was lucky. You, right? I just rewatched both seasons right oh, before okay. season three started. So oh, I knew exactly who oh. she was. But to your point, Caleb, with that kind of comparison, I, in my mind, it's as if they were to have taken just a random character from like season one. Like, let's say well, they did do that. the the guy. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so I'm not saying the Mudhorn. Like the Mudhorn episode, while it is like a side plot, it's still revolved around, you know, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. There's exactly. a lot. It was, it was very focused, right? We're yeah. very unfocused, and it's to the level as if, like, remember that guy they broke out of jail in, it was like episode six or seven of the first season? Yeah, the jailbreak with... Uh, yeah, it's as if they would have made a full episode about that one guy. And you're like... They did? Are you talking <laughs> about Bill Burr's Well, no, character? like, yeah. aside, like, <laughs> him, aside from, like... Right, but if it was just about yeah. him off doing criminal things... Yeah, like, yeah and know, it's I, just, like, totally just random in I, there. I think it's that like, depends really on the character. That. I would watch that episode, because I think Bill Burr's character is interesting. No, I I'm do, not talking about Bill yeah. Burr. I'm talking about the guy that... The Twi'lek that was in jail oh, that they were breaking out. Yeah, right. Totally yeah. random guy. Yeah. The Bill Burr episode in season two is one of my favorite... And it's probably my favorite episode in the, the entire series. It was incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that has something to do with it. It's because Pershing was, like, this one... Note. Like, if, if Pershing showed up in three episodes in Mando season one, we probably would have been like, oh, yeah, what's that guy up to? Like, mm-hmm. but he was just, like... He wasn't even the main guy. He was just the guy that, like, he was the scientist. He was the cloning guy. He was the yeah, guy yeah. that Warner Herzog was like, just telling yeah. him to do things. Like that yeah, was it. Like, well, <laughs> you know what's weird? Going into this season, I actually had that thought of like, I want to know what's going on with Doctor Pershing as far as like 
okay, why did what they want they doing? Baby Yoda in the first place? That was something I felt like they dropped and I wanted them to bring back. So I'm I'm no, kind of getting what I wanted. Did they not they didn't that? they they answered it at the end of season two because yeah. they said we got what we need from him. And that oh, it was something about his M count. Obviously, they just want his blood, like yeah. his force sensitive blood or something his, like his that. I know, yeah. but still, they maybe said that, but I want to see that. But you're like, why? This why do more? They why do they want it? What are they going to do? Because I mean, I think you know? we always had a suspicion of like, oh, they want him because he's force sensitive. He's Yoda. You know, he's baby. This baby is Yoda. well. Like, so also to that point, I I feel like this is a growing issue with the Mandalorian season three is where they're they're telling us what's happened or happening and not showing us mm. yeah and that's a, an, a larger issue where they're they're not they're just having these like one-liner you know like dialogue going out being like hey this is what going what's going on and not actually showing us what what happened yeah like what what's an example are you saying like what happened with Cara Dune uh, like, no, oh, that's more just to explain why she's not in the show yeah, anymore. They had to rewrite her out yeah. and give her a good reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was necessity. I mean, it's I can't name an ex- perfect like a specific example, but I feel like what you had were saying with what are they doing with Grogu? I personally don't believe they're going to show us, and, and it's just the resort uh, resorting to just telling us what happened and what he was needed for. I think they're going to show us. Uh, I think I, I think I know what they're doing. Um, Ooh, let's hear it. Oh, let's I'm hear curious. It. Yeah. Yeah. I, think I, like, I have a theory. As predictions. Well, so. yeah. More let's predictions. The it's, it's it's. I mean, what in the legends lore? I think it is. Um, it's the. Uh, it's. I forget if it's dark troopers or yeah, it's dark troopers because death troopers are what's in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, the dark troopers are force sensitive, uh, which also leads into like, the the tease at the end of the last episode um, where they found, what is it? Moff uh, Gideon had escaped with Beskar alloy. Yeah. Not Beskar, Beskar alloy, which Ooh. is what dark troopers wear. Mm, okay. Beskar alloy, What's, which is very resistant to uh, blaster fire, but not lightsabers, which is why Luke cut through all those dark troopers oh. because they're not full Beskar. The yeah. block. Mm. Therefore. Um, so, I think that that's that's the whole thing. It's like it's we know it's one of those things where it's like we know or that that they're experimenting on weird like stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. So I think in, in in your point, Andy, about like the show not hell kind of thing. Um, I think we know, and they have shown that, and they're eventually going to be like, this is what Pershing was doing, and by the end of this, we're going to get Gideon, and there's going to be a whole thing where it's either going to be Evil Mandalorians, which I don't think is going to happen, or the Dark Troopers with the Beskar alloy. So wait, I the would... Dark Troopers? I thought those were like droids. So that's like, like in the, the Disney. In the, in the in, so in the Disney universe, they've been introduced as droids, mm-hmm. but in the old Legends yeah. era of okay. content, which is Dark now Troopers, like yeah, all non non canon stuff. There are actually three levels of dark troopers, and there's one phase where they it was like phase three, I think, yeah. where they had like force abilities, okay. and there's more on no, that. Wait, hold like, on though, with the alloy thing, don't they say at the end of the episode? So wait, are you saying Mandalorians broke him free? Like they said that, didn't they? Yeah, they of did. Of course they did, because they don't know about dark troopers. Oh, like, okay. But they could the, be throwing us off. But the fact that they shed alloy mm-hmm. instead of Beskar. 
that's the one thing that's like standing out among like people that are theorizing because it's like why do they say alloy and not like beskar because there's a difference yeah in yeah war, there's a okay difference. Who, who found the ship at the end of the last episode? uh the carson teva yeah the, the new republic commander new guy commander i thought guy. that guy was dead so hard that scene, I was like, "This is it." He's I know. I was waiting for something yeah. to pop out, and then that beat the end. But yeah. that would have been a great ending. There we go. Okay. I mean, I actually have a completely different. Per- per- let's hear it. Now. Let's hear it. Okay. I mean, it feels a little obvious to me, but I don't know. We'll see. I think that I mean, they're creating Palpatine. They're creating Palpatine's mm. new body. All right, Maybe. that's the whole thing mm. in uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Is that okay. through cloning and everything he. Continued on and is it? Did they say cloning? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what all those the the test tubes were. Because we've already seen we've seen the test tubes. We've seen the test tubes with like season two prototype Snoke's. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we know that that's happening. So they're going to create. They're basically going to. My prediction is they needed force sensitive DNA. Mm -hmm. Okay, to create. So wait, are they creating Palpatine? Are they creating the Snoke's? I think both. Both? I think it's Snoke. Wait, they don't create Palpatine, though. Palpatine, is just, he just survived. I don't, no, somehow. no, he was a clone. That's, somehow. Yeah. That was somehow. confirmed It was co- via I thought, throwaway I line in a... Rise of Skywalker. Um, cloning, only secrets the ancient Sith knew. That's the throwaway line, so... Allegedly, really? he is, was. Is cloning something only the Sith? No, I don't think say. that's true. Well, I know that's like, it's. The do, you, do you remember the attack yeah. of the clones and the Clone Wars? Yeah. Right. That's. <laughs> do you remember where... the millions of clones they yeah. created? We could do a full episode of why the rise of Skywalker is horrible. Um, <laughs> All the plot holes. Yeah. But I, I, I could have sworn that Palpatine, that we see in Rise of Skywalker, was his original body. That would make and sense why it looks so bad. He's yeah, he's yeah. so decrepit. He's like and the the one that's in episode six in Return of the Jedi. That was his clone body. So I think oh. they're the Empire's restarting the cloning program, or the Empire remnants or whatever. I'm coming to call it the remnant because that's what they used to call in the legends. Um, it's just easier to kind of whatever. Um, <laughs> they I think they're. Doing cloning for Snoke bodies. Okay, that's okay. my theory. Yeah. I think I, mean, I think you guys are onto something. I think one hundred percent Snoke, but I also think Palpatine, and I'm calling it. Mm, okay, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I just think Dave Filoni and John Favreau have more respect for themselves than to do that. <laughs> um, that's fair. Wow, when you say it like that, it's hard like, to argue with because you. both of them had almost like I don't know how much Dave Filoni had involved, but I don't think he had gotten the bump. Yet at that point, right when the when the sequel trilogy was like getting, because he was still doing like his animated stuff, like yeah, he was. but now he's like the like heir apparent basically, right? And he's, then John Favreau is like Disney's god, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything yeah. he touches yeah. is like gold. Yeah. So it's like they have this little world of their TV stuff that's all going, like I said, good to great, right? Yeah, you know, overall, yeah. Um, I mean, how much money? Has Grogu exactly. gotten for Disney? Yeah, more than, I mean, you know, yeah. That that's probably the single greatest merchandising element Huge. to come out in forever. And I just think, I just <laughs> think, 
Yeah. Since Porgs, yeah. Oh, Porgs did horribly. <laughs> porgs are so funny. Since C3PO version 1, 2, 3 version with red arm, without red arm. There you go. Oh, man. Yeah. Man, that one really got me. You got you to gotta at least like give give credit to the fact that they like made it a point to be like, look at my red arm. Like, that I know. was so funny. Oh, <laughs> that killed me. I was like, they were literally red arm now. merchandising. Oh, yeah. Wow. But yeah, I think John and John Favreau and Dave Filoni have more respect than to be like, let's, let's make the the sequel trilogy makes sense. Like, I don't think they're going to do that. However, mm. is it up to them or is it up to the higher ups? It's who up want to the higher ups. To who they want yeah. to make the sequel trilogy make sense. So they're trying to use the golden boys. Maybe to try and help out their other thing that didn't do so well. But I, <laughs> I don't think retroactively they can like as good as it will get. I think. Yeah. It'll so I, I think just based off this conversation, my original theory, so kind of going back to that end scene in the most recent episode, I think the more logical course of action that they're taking with the show is to connect a lot of stuff to Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. 100%. And so I don't, I don't oh, yeah. think it's, I, I would love it if it were Dark Troopers and that mm-hmm. was kind of the plot they were going towards. I think it's Sabine Wren that Sabine. had captured Gideon to interrogate him about Thrawn's about whereabouts, Thrawn. and they're gonna uh, go in that direction. You know what, Andy? Ooh, that's a great that theory. Is a great, that's yeah, that's, a great I, that's my favorite one so far. That is I, hope that my, I hope it does but, not but, happen, but, but I think on. that's the most I think likely you're wrong, course. But wait, it's a great theory. But so you think, in that sense, Gideon has not come back to return as the villain, but simply to change hands to another captor. Essentially, yeah, yep. Because I. Hmm. I can't think of any other reason why he would escape. Yeah. I think, okay, here's what I think. Um, based on the Dark Trooper. Mm-hmm. Dark Troopers, he clearly has some loyal people. There's yeah. a bunch of, like, Empire. They blew up Bo-Katan's mm-hmm. castle. Like, there's some people. Her house, who, actually. He's got that little yeah. crony girl who's, it's like, home. <laughs> working with Dr. Pershing to get the stuff she exactly. needs. Like, there's people working so I think they went and arranged for him to be escape, and he's going to come back to be the challenger. He wants the dark saber. He wants to rule Mandalore, and now this everything they're doing to get the Mandalorians together, the good guys, they're going to now have a challenge against Gideon to do that. I remember seeing something saying, I, like you know, every time any tactical stuff happens in Star Wars, there's people that like are like, oh yeah, this is their style of thing, blah blah blah. I remember speaking of the when. Um, when Bo-Katan's like castle got blown up that the <laughs> tactics used were like straight up a, a Grand Admiral Thrawn Ooh, tactics yeah. like, to the T. Okay. And Interesting. So, so is Grand Admiral Thrawn. I, I had that Gideon same back. thought. Yeah. I don't know if you read um, the book, uh, heir to the empire. No, it's the very, I, I gave a copy to Caleb for mm-hmm. a Christmas present once. It's, it's it one was, of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. And the very opening sequence when they introduce Thrawn, mm-hmm. it introduces... Is this OG Thrawn? Or this the, is OG okay. Thrawn. Like, OG. Timothy Zahn, like, first introduction yeah. of Thrawn into Star Wars lore. And it's just his, like, tactics and his, mm-hmm. his like, strategic yeah, premonition of, oh, yeah. of tactics and whatnot. And I, just his, the way it went down, I was like, ah, oh, that kind of reminds me of something Thrawn might do. Yeah, so... I think that is the big thing. Like that makes a lot of sense. I don't know what they're doing with the whole Grogu thing. I think that will be more of an Ahsoka like storyline that will tie in Mando because Grogu's a part of it. Um, but yeah, I think like 
the entire, all of this TV stuff that's happening, not counting Obi-Wan, because Obi-Wan obviously was its own little side story. Yeah. Kind of touched on some stuff and filled in some holes, and that was it. Um, but I think that, like, Grand Animal Thrawn is, like, the guy that they're going yes. to be focusing on. Yeah. And, like, they're going to be like, this is our new thing. This is where, this is the TV stuff, right? This mm. is, he was introduced in Rebels. Here's Ahsoka. Okay, here's, uh, here's Bo-Katan. Here's, oh, look, there's Zeb in a, yeah. like, in a yeah. bar. Yeah. Here's Zeb. <laughs> and then they're going to start slowly introducing more and more characters and stuff. And I think Grand Apple Throne will be the, like, Thanos of this, okay. like, TV stuff. Yeah. That, that yeah. is... Which that is my sense. hope. That would be the best. Yeah, I think that's the best course of action. And then, like, oh yeah, I think it's yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. And going back to one of our earlier conversations of where like kind of the series is headed with all these side plots and side characters, I think they're slowly weaving kind of the the Marvel approach mm-hmm. to having this interconnected mm-hmm. series. And I always think of Obi Wan's line in yeah. um, Phantom Menace. You know, a symbiote circle. Yeah, you mm-hmm. yeah, we've you know, you and the Nabooans form a symbiote circle. What happens to one of you will affect the others. You must understand this, right? <laughs> so I think that's exactly what's going on. Um I'm I'm scared that they're gonna like finish too soon. Mm-hmm. And like the whole thing with the pirate leader <laughs> yeah. was it's over hard. so quick. Like hilarious. they introduced him and then left him out to two episodes. We didn't even get a single Hondo. In yeah. the entire part. Oh like, yeah, missed opportunity. Right. Talk one... about the best space pirate yes. ever. I was like, oh the, my god, the one pirate I know by name in Star Wars. I was like, they're not gonna have him show up. <laughs> so like, true. Actually, and that's my who gosh. I thought was gonna show up yeah. based on the first episode. Do you think Navarro's gonna turn well, into he Batu? Been... Into Batu? I'm just out there. I'm, I'm total random. Black Spire Outpost. Yeah, mm. I could see that. Maybe. Now that is an ultimate. Disney sellout move. Like, <laughs> if, if we're talking about things John and Dave would like roll over, with yeah. no respect for themselves, that would be. Weird. I don't know. There's already Avengers Campus at, in. Uh, yeah. So. In. I was thinking when they were showing like the construction on uh, Navarro, mm-hmm. like it all looks so new and mm-hmm. nice and shiny, like different. Like usually Star Wars is very lived in mm-hmm. yeah. and kind of dirty and worn. And I was like, oh. Well, now it looks dirty and worn. It was blown up. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, to touch on that, like you see Navarro go through cycles. So like in the first season, you see it as like the rundown. It's basically Tatooine. Gangster town. Like literally. Yeah. And then in the second season, it's like looking like a little bit nicer. Like, you know, they've kind of turned things around. Whether the magistrate is Carl Weathers is like running things. And it's now in the third season. It's like this pristine trade center, tourist town that they're bringing. So you're seeing like a, you know, a progression of mm-hmm. of improvement. And now it's restarted. Yeah. And it's over. Well, they already had the like civil engineers there planning it out. So just a little extra work. I know. Yeah. Just, uh, it's right. good timing, honestly. <laughs> the stuff is there. They needed to, yeah. yeah. We're going to knock that the stuff down anyways. And it's it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for the firepower. Now we don't have to yeah. rent a bulldozer. Yeah, yeah, thanks for destroying our school. I really appreciate that. Reconstruct, yeah, deconstruction. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the Grand Admiral Throne is like the end point. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think they've it, already mentioned his name. They've mentioned his name. Ahsoka's looking for him. Uh, I'm sure Sabine is looking for uh, Ezra. Um, and then 
Ezra is, and then we got the the tar, what is it, the Targills or the Cargills, the space oh, whales. Oh, yep, you're right. Those were showing up in what episode one of the season. Yep, they're basically like, hey, watch Rebels. Like, also <laughs> watch Rebels if you haven't watched Rebels. It is very worth it. Yes, um, it has probably the best Jedi of all time in that. Uh, next to maybe Qui Gon Jinn in that with uh, what's his face, Kanan Jarrus. Yeah, yes, his real name. Yeah, um, Caleb Doom. Yeah, Caleb Doom. The deep cuts. Is it yeah. Dune or Doom? Dune. I think I it's it was, Dune because they it was have. Dune. I, I think they they say his name in Bad Batch, right? Like, do they? I don't. Yeah, they do because he's in the beginning. Of, yeah, he's in the yeah. first episode of season one of Bad yeah. Batch. I'll look it up. Yeah, that I think. Man, yeah, I would love a live action him, but obviously that's not going to happen. Um, but <laughs> yeah, Rebels I think is the the correct way to do it. Like with all the if they're going to go in a direction and like pull from one of the TV shows. Um, Ahsoka is obviously great. She spans all this different stuff. She needs to be there. She's like, basically, she pulls it all together. She's basically like, yeah, she's like a mother Mary of star Wars. Like, yeah. Like if, 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 if Darth Vader is like the Jesus Christ of, of star Wars, <laughs> um, Ahsoka is basically mother Mary. <laughs> all right. Well, we kind of got our head of ourselves with our predictions. Let's pedal it back a little bit and talk more about, what we liked from this season and what we don't like. So maybe favorite episode, favorite scenes, and then some gripes. Who wants to start? Maybe start with gripes. Okay. Let's in, hear some gripes. In, in positively. Star Wars has a lot of negativity around it, so it's good to end with the positive. Okay. Like here's here's my gripe, all right? I feel like this season has been dumbed down a lot mm. to hmm. cater more towards children and it's a lot more cheesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. It's like in the first two mm-hmm. seasons was very like gunslinger western like um I mean surely some kids could still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like not it wasn't kid unfriendly, but this one it seems adult unfriendly in some Oh, yeah, the first the first episode of the show ever, he cut a dude in half with a door. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. Literally, yep. the first scene I think that he's in it, he cuts a dude in half with a door. And I feel like we've lost some of that. And uh, you know, it's a little less brutal on mm-hmm. one hand, but on the other hand, the cheese factor has been raised up a few notches. Mm-hmm. And the best way I can describe it is, it's kind of like um, when. Uh, so I'm part of uh, the 501st Legion, which like dresses up as Star Wars people, like full full costume. It's incredibly cool. See, so so this is yeah. what I'm saying. Okay, it's cool. Yeah. In the sense that, oh, I get to be in like a parade yeah. or on the Diamondbacks field yeah. or like as a part of this bigger thing. You could have or, been in the show season one. Yeah, yeah, the Moff Gideon Troopers yeah. or or at a charity event and. That's cool to be a part of that, and it's super cool to a 12-year-old. Mm. Like, when I was 14 and these mm-hmm. 501st guys showed up, I was like, that is cool. But it is not cool mm-hmm. at face value for me, I think. Just me dressing up as a stormtrooper, mm-hmm. I don't think that's cool. Mm-hmm. It, it's nerdy, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's cool to nerds, but yeah. it is not cool on its own. Like, Interesting. So I think it's cool. <laughs> it's well, I you're was, a cosplayer and you're I a nerd like a, me. Yeah. I haven't I haven't cosplayed in like five and a half years, but yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's a lot of work. It's a whole guild. You know, it's got its own prep. It's got all that own stuff. So I think mm-hmm. it's cool. I will always defend you on that, Caleb. But <laughs> it's very cool. 
But what I feel like is this is a bunch of people, or some some aspects of the show, it's people who think they're being cool, but they're actually being cheesy. And it's, but like a 12 year old watching it, like, oh, that's so cool. Like, for example, the training scene with all the Mandalorians are training on the beach. Yeah. That was really lame and cheesy. Yeah. And it, it looked like they think they're being cool, but it's actually only cool to like a kid who's watching it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. That's, that's kind of my take. The whole covenant is besides like five people is pretty lame. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I feel they like all suck. The like, last, the armor episodes, is cool. Uh, Paz Vizsla's cool. Yeah. Mando's cool. But yeah, all the other the side armor ones. Armor is one of the coolest characters in Star Wars, period. <laughs> that is true. She is incredible. incredible. She's so awesome. Cool. Um, yeah, no, I feel like the last couple episodes where like you see their adventures, like mm -hmm. going off to for the flying, you know, the flying creature to save the I thought sun. that was cool. It was important for Bo. But yeah, like. It, but there was some cheese to it. Like, yeah, I liked absolutely. the episode. The whole quest was cheesy. But yeah. it was cheesy. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, you know. It served a purpose, right? Yeah. It was important. But yeah, it was it was cheesy. Like, And like, half their armor is terrible. Like, I know. It the looks colors like. colors are bad. Like, it's like. <laughs> it's that, that's the problem where they took it, like, they took that style straight from, uh, from Rebels and Clone Wars. Yeah. And then it just doesn't adapt well. Like No, no uh, it doesn't adapt well in life. Vizsla's looks cool. Right, his looks dope. I think Sabine's is gonna look really cool because it's gonna yeah. be really bright and that's gonna be different. Bo Katan's great, looks really cool. Yeah, but all the other side characters are just like, oh, like, oh my god, oh, it looks like I'm just like totally spray painted you. like the kid. Yes. like the oh, kid. It, okay, that one at least makes sense because it's like it's a kid, it's a kid, yeah, and it's yeah, new yeah. and it's like you're gonna grow out of it. So like, here's your training helmet, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, okay, fair enough, fair enough. But and it also matches his dad's, which is cute. Like, it's pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. But, which dude, Paz Vizsla's is legit. He's like, so sick. I love his like huge rocket. Of a I love that John Favreau was like, "That's me." I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's him, right? Yeah. That is yeah, he, so awesome. He, he only does the voice though. It's yeah. it's still. It's not him it's in a, it. No, not it's anymore. a stunt double. Well, it's oh, like okay. is Pedro Pascal really in the armor? No. Ninety you can tell if you stand, yeah, the way he stands. Really? Mm -hmm. There's three people, and based on how they stand, you can tell if it's if it's actually Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Because I knew sometimes his, it was, sometimes it wasn't. If he pops his hip a certain way, it's Pedro. Oh man, yeah. Okay. You know that makes sense. Yeah. I can see Pedro Pascal. He's got he's, the Chilean he's a, hip hop. He's, he's a he's a cowboy at heart, so mm. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has like that like Western oh, like man. pop. Like, yeah. Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> My least favorite episode was definitely the first episode. Mm. I I hated that episode. Really, everything in me. It was. What even happened at that episode? It was like cheesy. There he was went to so three much. Planets, right. In yeah. The first episode. He went like to Pelimato and right. Did he no, that was Tatooine? episode two. He I went to like... he went to Tatooine. No, right? no. So pe episode two was when he went to the mines. So he got okay. You're right, and that's where he went. Yeah, that's no. the best episode. In my opinion, one hundred percent. Oh is, yeah, where they so reveal the mythosaur at the end. Oh, that that one got me so pumped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but the first episode it was like cheesy. They're just like walking around the town, like the whole Carl Weathers thing. The, oh, and the then they try to IG, resurrect IG Eleven. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, where do you use your head?" <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, that 
was. So like I hated that all pun of that. was like, very disappointing. Were to you me. guys excited to see the <laughs> Babu Frick creatures? You know no. what? I love those I guys. Was. Yeah, me too. I me was too. so excited. It was, was like, so great. I'm gonna like lean back on the mic, but I was like, hey, like I was yeah. so excited <laughs> the second he showed up. I was like, yes, I'm like so happy that these well, guys are here. I love that they're like practical effect. Yeah. Because like they have the Kawaki and lizard monkeys in the trees, and they're not practical. They look terrible. And then you got these guys who are just adorable Little and puppets. Yeah. Uh, and they were definitely the best part of Rise of Skywalker. I, I and love, then here, here they are again. I love little creatures in Star Wars. Like yeah. they, they like almost don't miss. Like it, the them Ewoks are pretty okay. Uh, I think the Porgs are funny. Like they serve mm-hmm. their purpose. Yeah. They're around a little too long. And then. Um, and then these guys, I don't know what they're called. <laughs> I forget what they're I called too. But Babu freaks. Yeah, the Babu, Babu freaks. freaks. Yeah. And then um, I just love the way they talk. How it's like basically English, but yeah. it's like super but, yeah. incorrect. <laughs> it reminds me of like that like, one, the, one, the, one, the Muppet yeah. guy, like the Gonzo? the no the, the shrimp guy, right? The shrimp guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The, he's like an orange. About. Like with a little yeah, hair. Yeah, he oh. talks like this. No, yeah, he's, he's very. Like, mm-hmm. He's a ladies' man. Yeah, that's the one. I thought you were talking about Beaker. <laughs> oh yeah, not Beaker. Yeah, not Beaker. I Although it's, it's, it's kind of a it mix between like Beaker. Beaker and that guy. It's yeah. like put them together, then you got Bubble Freak. Yeah, it's like reminds me of Watto. 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 Sure. That's what you were doing. That voice you were just doing was Watto. Oh, the Chupa the Loya. Yeah. That's Watto. Yeah. 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 That's. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> horrible stereotypes that Soros has. I know. <laughs> what what stereotype is that? Watto's, Watto's a, uh, I think, an Arabian trader. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, He's like, bald, He's I like never balding. saw that. Yeah. I, yeah. I never picked up yeah, on that like before. Yeah, it's like the stubble. Yeah, the yep. stubble. The gut. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he owns slaves. He just needs a gold chain. It's a real good look. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man all right what other gripes do you have um andy i know you've got any gripes. I, I can't gripes say on gripes on gripes. i i don't have a single favorite episode i think most of them so yeah, far to me that's physically impossible <laughs> have, have been like not not with me <laughs> yeah, at least there's it, something about each one where i it, it brings it down enough where i'm like i literally they're kind of all equally bad Oh, so you, there's not even one that's your least hated. No, like so they're all your favorites. They're <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in a sense, like they're not. Yeah. Um, if I did say a... the most recent one was is kind of more up there. Like I I like the plot points around the space pirate. Like I said, I wish I did, they didn't end that plot so early. I think that's kind of interesting. An interesting aspect of Star Wars we really haven't seen because it, it's outside of the whole empire. Republic conflict. Really? That's you. I that's really so didn't like the space pirate. I thought that was yeah. way too. Well, crazy. I think, okay. I mean, I, I like the idea of it. The execution is poor. I think the main paced space pirate dude Hondo? was stupid. He looked, no, oh, he looks like, he looks monster. like pizza, Hondo. the hut. Yeah, you guys know who pizza, the hut is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'd Connor. No, no, he looks space like balls? the swamp monster, oh. man. It's incredible. So it's a mixture it's of Davy Jones, Davy Jones <laughs> with Pizza yeah. the Hut from yeah. Spaceballs. That's what it reminds say, though, me of. I thought the effects on him were excellent, though. Like 
it was practical mixed with animation yeah, and it was it's partial it looked really good yeah mm-hmm. it didn't belong in star wars in my eyes but it looked really good yeah I, like and part of that episode it was two pirates of the caribbean for me just with like dude they even the pirates they spliced in like a sea shanty as a part yeah, of the mando exactly. it was like mandalorian theme with like a wait really it literally Go back and oh i need to watch it. this episode it, again it really right? reminded me of the first like the curse of the black pearl when the black pearl arrives um at that port and starts blowing the crap out is this a bad thing how is that a bad thing yeah so sarus has always historically i feel like call like made references to other stuff but that's not its identity like they can create stuff on their own without having to reference like oh this is like the the reminiscence of like a japanese garden oh this is like back in the pirates days like they don't have to do that. I think they're much better off kind of forging their own. You path. know what? Now that you say it, I'm like, I remember some of what I loved about season one and two is how they've dipped into other genres. Like mm-hmm. you've got Western, you've got gangster, you've got uh, like nautical. You've got like they would yeah. keep doing different types. There was like a horror, like the spider one. Mm-hmm. There was like mm-hmm. have a horror element. Like, dang. So now that I'm thinking about it. I should like that element that they're they're showing me something new and different, just like mm-hmm. they have been. Well, it's not like they're like brand new too. It's not like all of a sudden Star Wars is like, hey, we have pirates. It's like, oh, they've been around. Yeah, yeah. they have to be around. I mean, you, yeah. yeah, Hondo is the precedent. Yeah. So, and then yeah, I also think it is again something we'll look back on because they kind of touch on it. Is like, why is this pirate king right so yeah. confident why is this pirate king so loaded why does he have all this support all this gear all this stuff he shouldn't have it it's because he's being bankrolled by mm. the outer rim basically okay and that's gonna right. eventually yeah that it's eventually <laughs> going to tie back in you know for a pirate so king true. he was pretty easy to take down i gotta say two ships took down his entire yeah operation well that's because he, he wasn't a- an actual pirate king like you, well, they it, called him the Pirate King, didn't they? They called him that because he's the only person with a battleship <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the sector. As far as pirates go, he's a king, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. Like, all right, I showed up with a tank. You have a gun. I'm the king. I'm, I'm, I'm the king. I, yeah. Look at me, look at me. Yeah. I am the king now. Exactly. Yeah. That's like literally the whole purpose was like, okay, yeah, he has the battleship. He I'm can rain down now. fire. Cool. Oh, that's funny. I did think his ship was stinking cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that design. That's one of my favorite things. I love buying the Star Wars concept art books. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for this to come out. I'm like, "Mm, take my money. I get you. (laughs) That's good stuff. All right. I have our first listener comment okay. of the episode. an hour in we have a listener comment sorry my podcast is rubbing off on you guys yeah the long talk is, uh... <laughs> yes, it's creeping in all right jakey laux mm. he says poor writing yep mediocre yep. so far oof agree worst episode three best episode five really okay. uh i feel We're like the, the season is just picking up there's only three episodes left. Yeah. This there's a lot of feeling. cheese. Do we know how long the last couple episodes are? I, that's the thing. The These last one's are probably like 30 longer. minutes long. Yeah. yeah. So if the next couple episodes are like 45, an hour. Like there's still a lot that can. Then there's. It's, yeah. I really don't like how. Inconsistent. Yeah. It, it needs to be uniform. Yeah, really I want to expect a 45 minute mm-hmm. episode every week. You no, know? it should be an hour. It should be 30 yeah. minutes or an hour. There should There's no commercials. There should not be 45 minute episodes. <laughs> I agree. Like it's 30 minutes or an hour. <laughs> Like, yeah, pick. 
Yeah. Or if you're an animated show, yeah, 20 minutes. Like, that yeah. feels right. Yeah, it does um, feel right. But, yeah, the, the inconsistencies where it's like, oh, it's over. I'm like, oh, it's only been 30 minutes. All right, that's weird. Like, especially after watching The Last of Us and stuff, it's like, it's an hour long. Yeah. Like, almost to the dot. Ugh. Or Game of Thrones. Right? Don't remind me that it's over. I'm yeah. so sad that The Last of Us There's wrapped. a video game you can play. No, I, I did. The, the second one? I, I'm, I will. Yeah. Don't what, worry. Which one? The Last of Us. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, there's I, something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, I need to play The Last of Us Part Two. I fell off of that during COVID. I was like, this game's yeah. depressing. The world is depressing right now. I'm not going to play this game. <laughs> I'm going to play Animal this Crossing is probably, instead. Exactly. This is probably the worst <laughs> time this game could have come out. Oh, yeah. Animal Crossing saved the planet. <laughs> 603 hours for me. That's how much I felt. Oh, dang. Yeah. It was like my job. All right. Any other gripes? From the season before um, we can get into our our things we liked yeah. the good things let's I, should we just do that now I think it's no time. I got a lot of gripes okay let, let Andy let me gripes. let me just you uh, can have my gripe time because I don't have any really yeah so there's like <laughs> little things about each episode um, the 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 trauma forge is what I'm gonna call it what is up with the <laughs> forge that just like just everyone gets PTSD the, the second they walk in there. Exactly. Like, she's just hammering right away, and because, all of a sudden, it's... I'm Okay. Because the armorer says the forge will show weakness in somebody. So when they're seeing the armor being built for them, it happened to Jin in the first season. It's happened to Grogu, his quote-unquote son, again. So it's it, mm-hmm. it makes sense. It happens at the moment that they are disconnected from their community, essentially. Mm-hmm. Because with Din, it happened when the droids were attacking his planet. Mm-hmm. It's it, they're it not doing their, a great job. It, it I, the idea is really trauma. cool. Yeah, the, it's a great idea, but it's just it's too repetitive. Where it's like them just staring at the mm. the hammering, mm. and then all of a sudden you get all these flashbacks of like somebody attacking something and then being rescued by somebody else. I heard a weird mm. theory on that that like there's like almost a chemical reaction that releases something into the air when the armor Maybe. is working on something that's how it that shows your weakness yeah that's why mm-hmm. they're experiencing this like it's almost a uh not a hallucinogen but some kind of yeah, hallucinogen. Psychic, yeah, yeah something like that almost a drug yeah that's being released in the air i yeah. i don't personally believe that but i've heard that weird theory so maybe that's something that's going on i mean on. it's mm-hmm. a religious sect right like so stuff is gonna happen this is <laughs> yeah. a sci-fi re- religious sect and as long as they the don't most... have a lizard crawl up somebody's nose i'm happy <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right that's so both that's, of it. i would say that i know i don't yeah. want to i don't want to relive that caleb <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> his version of it all right, what other Okay, um, I feel like there are a lot of contradictory plot elements that just occurred during the season, and I feel like it's occurred in other seasons too. So specifically in this season, I it's one of them is the X-Wing pilot. Um, can't remember his name. Tava, right? Tava. Carson Tava. I, 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 it, it, everything kind of just, it's meant to advance the plot forward him when they get the distress call from um uh what's grief Garga mm-hmm. on navarro he's like oh i gotta go get permission to do this to help him out from some random what appears to be like a archival officer on coruscant so i actually have a rebuttal for this all right let's hear it okay <laughs> he's not going to ask permission to to go and bomb he's asking for help he went in and reinforcements. said, I need reinforcements. And they have to approve it. 
Right, and he has to approve the reinforcements. He could go in there just like he did with the spiders and mm -hmm. hunting down, but he needs more help to take down a full, you know, pirate king, quote, <laughs> quote unquote. Yeah. Since we've just bashed on him being a king, I feel bad. We need to take it. down the swamp thing. Yeah, that's, the swamp. <laughs> okay, just uh, this is my military experience talking, but that's not how the military works. You don't. You're not. In on a us, you're, you're, in a, you're in a combat zone. You don't have to go back to the Pentagon and it's be true. like, hey, we need help. <laughs> our, our base is being attacked right now. You don't send your top military officer. Do you think the government officer. wouldn't want you to do that if the, you could get there in two seconds? Well, they have <laughs> a, like, like speed. you have a quick reaction force <laughs> in place that can assist in other areas. Like, he's he's an X-Wing X squadron commander, I assume. Like, yeah. They his little base that they're at, they're all just sitting around. Zeb's just sitting around. Yeah. yeah. Like why not yeah. them get their team no, together and go drinking Java juice. Yeah. It took two Java fighters. Juice. One is uh just a rebuilt N one starfighter, the other one's just flying around <laughs> to take down the pirate ship. And a strike like, force like to distract everybody on the ground. Right. Too. A full full X Wing squadron could have taken them out. Yeah. But they're all Mandalorians. Absolutely. Like they're like a step above every other those Mandalorians. Oh, Legendary. Yeah. If, they're, only, if they're a bunch of the Mandalorians, they all would have lost. Only if they all, <laughs> oh, Connor, on the <laughs> only if the plot allows it, remember the sea monster and the flying pterodactyl that, thing. That is true. Those is things true. will take out a Mandalorian in two seconds. Yeah. See, I will say there have been a lot of beasts. This season, mm -hmm. anyways, I have. A theory, There's a beast a every season. Fantastic beasts and always... where the Mandalorians find them. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Crate Dragon is still top tier. That was so oh, that was amazing. Yeah. So that was yes. Sorry, yeah. The Andy. beasts in this one have been a little disappointing to me. Yeah, I, I like the turtle thing. Plots. Alligator. I think the they're just thing? giving us size comparisons to then show us the mythosaur and how big it is. Yeah, oh, that, I think that's okay. That's what I think too. And that's a good point. It's like, I think ultimately I think it's them leading up to like watching them like not really conquer, but fight different beasts yeah. to find who they really are. Yeah. I need to see to more then, conquering of yeah. beasts to then like truly like get back to their roots and ride the mythosaur. Yeah. Okay. Just well, to, to Andy's points, they, they really need to get their military strategy down when they bring in Thrawn, because mm. if they're going to ride in these things, that is poor military strategy, according to you know someone like Andy, mm -hmm. that that cannot take place under Thrawn's leadership. Well, well again, only point. if the plot allows it, because that's Thrawn fair. is more of like an advanced military leader. They have to dumb down the the, the Republic, the Rebellion, or whatever it's called, to make them look and the, then the to make them Republic. look inferior, yeah. which also sets precedent for the New Republic leading into the sequel trilogy and why the Resistance had to form in the first place. Okay, yeah. so yeah. that makes right. sense then. Even what, even your gripe of yeah. like they're lame, though it's kind of they're lame for a purpose, right? Yeah, because they have to suck. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, they, yeah. I mean, like only if the plot allows it. But I'm like any other instance. Two seasons ago, the New Republic was blowing up a random asteroid base that had criminals on it right yeah they did seem more powerful well in the first the, season. but the they were thing, also fresher like and, go yeah. ahead and, and well the, the 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 part with uh teva going to get help is because it's an outer rim planet like, yeah they don't they literally don't care yeah like he has to get help because it's not like there's a base nearby there's he he could probably just take some people but like yeah what? We don't know how the Republic works. They're pretty stupid overall. Yeah. They're not much better than the Empire or the, yeah. the Jedi as, Council. As shown in yeah. episode three. So. Well, to Andy's point, I understand what you're saying, though. Oh, yeah. That you're saying that, like, okay, it doesn't make sense for them to be this bad. It only The only reason they're this bad is because the plot is requiring them to be this bad, right? 
Well, and I, I do there, get it. It was so, stupid for him to go all the way back to Coruscant. Yes. Like, but, okay, and Eric, you just brought up a good mm-hmm. point. So it's, you know, technically in the Outer Rim. Theoretically, the Republic, the Empire, whoever, they never really cared about the Outer Rim. Like, all the bad stuff in Star Wars universe lore has always existed and, like, occurred in the Outer Rim, right? Mm-hmm. Like people so why is it there? What's like that? Past the outer rim, people don't even know what's out there. It's like terrifying to people. Exactly. Yeah. So why why now do they finally show somebody like, hey, what's we need to do something about this? No, mm-hmm. it's it's outside our jurisdiction kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a it's a bad reason to kind of start showing the incompetencies of the new republic for something that's it probably happened before where all everybody knows bad stuff happens out there. So yeah. why is it this oh, one yeah. time I mean, like, it was that the, they're finally the going to show it? And then it's like, oh, oh yeah. evidence, the new Worst Republic is failing, that kind of yeah. stuff. Well, the Teva did that for Grief Karga because it was a favor, right? That was like he called in a favor. So that's yeah. literally the only yeah. reason was because he was like, you owe me. Yeah, that's me. a good point. And then he was that like, was okay, I'm going to go try to help you. And he's like, well, I can't. So then he goes against the yep. Mandalorians who are basically like uh, a, a hired, like, uh, private military. <laughs> Man, that well to come to think of it, like that's a major favor. Like Carson Tava really saved Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Grief Karga yeah. like majorly. Yeah, absolutely. Like he went to a lot of work. Mm-hmm. He went to his boss at Coruscant. He mm-hmm. went and hunted down the secret Mandalorian mm-hmm. covert. Could have mm-hmm. died from that. Like Which how he did went he over that uh again another aspect of show don't tell or tell don't show <laughs> how uh, did you know where we were it's like oh, oh r5 be- r5, r5 Which, speaking me. of r5 i just have some gripes about him too <laughs> how do so, you have gripes about r5 <laughs> i know this okay it's okay everything is every like small little thing is meant to like show something that happens later on right the whole reason for mando going to tattooing in the first place was to get a droid so he could survey Mandalore, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why does he even need the droid? They've already shown that Mandalorians can um, pressurize their helmets. He would have been okay, right? Other point of that, in this last episode, when Tar- Tarva? The- Tava? Tava? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he pulls up on that Imperial shuttle out in the middle of space, his R2 unit shoots his little sensor thing oh, yeah. remotely mm-hmm. to go investigate mm-hmm. I thought that the was ships. I thought that was so cool I thought that was cool too R5 for sure has one because it blows sucks, out of his head in, in episode <laughs> no, no 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 like, <laughs> it just has a bad motivator man that's literally it R5 is terrible that's the well, whole joke yeah. it, it makes sense <laughs> and he's, and he's like arc. oh I don't want to do this <laughs> let me shoot arc. my little periscope instead of me going out there to yeah. go investigate and get all these readings no I know yeah, oh, for sure he, 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 they definitely should uh, see yeah, but I mean that was like an updated, like brand spanking new New Republic droid. Yeah, you know? R five. How old is R five? Yeah, R five has been around is, since ancient. Since how before is that work. Like, is it is is R two the newer model or the older model? R five. R two has been around since the old Republic. R five is yeah. R two is probably the older model. Yeah. R two and so, R five are contemporaries, right? It's just a new feature they needed to add. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, because like no, uh, no, R two is. Much older than mm-hmm. R five because he was around. We don't see R five until the tri- the original trilogy. Yeah, but R two existed way back yeah, when Anakin was a droids kid. Droids are weird because like R five is yeah by by our hopefully definition is he's newer, uh-huh. but he looks older. Like he looked older than 
the the roundness of the R two units looks newer. Yeah, you're than right. R five yeah. units, and then whatever chopper is is like looks like a like trash can literally. And then there's the gonk droids where you're like, oh yeah, like you like <laughs> that. You are a trash. You're can. a trash. Can. You are Thanks. a trash can. Yeah. So I the the droids are weird and like their capabilities and stuff. So for all we know, R five units are like only supposed to be like indoors on trash, like on on the uh, on yeah. the spaceships and stuff. Like who knows? It's it. It's a weird, it's a weird thing, but I agree. They probably, <laughs> he probably does have some, but he's got bad motivator, like you said. Doesn't well, if it. he was at one point upgraded by the new, new republics, how else would, God, what's his name? Tava? Tava. Mm-hmm. Tava. No. <laughs> oh my. God. Oh yeah, we have a new republic ally amongst you. R five comes walking out. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. He had to at least. You know what? His, his GPS updated. R five has a. He's got. He's got. Has a, a shooty sensor thing, man. He has a. He has a. Uh, air tag. Find my friends. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, my final um, listener comment is a good segue from mm. gripes to um, things we liked. Coming from Disnerd underscore Mama. Mm. It's uh, she says one thing I've been annoyed by is that I don't remember Grogu sounding like an actual human baby in the other seasons. She says, this season, he literally just sounds like a baby. It pulls me out of the story, and it's weird. Also, I really miss Cara Dune. Unpopular <laughs> opinion, I preferred her chemistry um, to Mando and Bo-Katan's chemistry. Oh, no. Yes, <laughs> no. I agree. Bo-Katan is top tier. Yeah, Bo-Katan. Oh, so good. Boo. So Boca- wait, you I, you are with Disney and Mama. You think uh, I I don't think Mando that and there's chemistry between between the, the chemistry. You're not on the Dinbo train. No, no, no. I, I'm not a big not fan of no? Bo-Katan. No. Bo-Katan is At like all. so you're a fan. So okay, Eric's a fan of Bo-Katan, love Bo-Katan yeah. but not a fan of Dinbo, like no. the romance. There's no, there's no point. Like Star Wars <laughs> needs to stay away. They've done one good love story, and it was. Obi Wan and Satine. Satine. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Like don't Han do and Leia. Uh, Episode five. That's the best one. Yeah, but that was just more of two people with insane I'm... chemistry being like. Yeah. But if they were oh, two yeah. bad actors, that story is terrible. That's true. Like, yeah. like same lines, same story, everything. If it wasn't, it was heavily like, reliant on yeah. their delivery for yes. sure. Um, but yeah, like they need to stay away from and then, romance. Andy, you think uh, you just don't like Bo-Katan at all? No, I. You said you're not a Bo-Katan fan. I think she. I think she's kind of overshadowing Mandalorian, which goes back to my point of like Mando, Mando being kind of pushed to the sideline this season. She has been a boss, this and season. she's she's taking over, and they keep like kind of teasing us, like, is she gonna be the leader of the Mandalorians? Because she's way better with the dark saber. Yeah, she's all this stuff. Oh yeah, better. She's than, definitely than that's Dinjarin. The, I, mean, like, I think that's what they're trying to set up. And yeah. I think Din wants that. I don't think he wants the dark no. saber. He has it. No, out he of, said it. Yeah, he has it out of. He's like, tradition. take it. He's yeah. literally offered it to her, yeah. but she can't. But, she's I the. Mean, she's the Khaleesi, and Din is one hundred percent Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Yeah. Well, you know what? On that note, man, I want to see it. I want. I want Dinbo <laughs> to happen. See, I am with you, kid. Yes. All right. Yes. I love Bo-Katan. Yes. I, yeah. All right. And I love me some Dinbo. All right. Dinbo. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I just felt in episode two there was some strong chemistry going on. In my perception, I was like, they're like on a date right now. I don't She's like know. sharing her life story and talking about her family, and he's like. 
oh, I would have liked to have met your father. He sounds like a great man. And they had like these moments and she's like seeing his way. Like she was a non-believer and then he's like showing her the way and making her believe. Like they they compliment each other so well. I feel like Din doesn't even know what the opposite sex is. He just sees helmets. Like... (laughs) I mean that is a he whole other issue. Bl- yes, you are correct. Yeah. yeah, like he's so oblivious. Yeah. What but that's kind of cute. She woman. even tells him she's like, yeah, "You're adorable." How yeah. like you know? She's like, t- she's too she's too big deal for Din. Like that's the thing. Din needs to just ride off into the sunset and have his little adventures. Just him, no, baby, baby no, they, Yoda they needs they balance, a stepmommy. They balance each other out. No, exactly. They're no longer like the clan of two. All right, they're a clan of Boba. Three. No, mm. here's what's gonna happen. The N one is gonna get blown up, and then. Little Grogu and Mando are going to move into Bo-Katan's big ship. <laughs> big ship. <laughs> so in the... In bad, the he's going to get an prediction. extra key, baby. <laughs> extra key. In the most recent episode, I could have sworn that there was a Razor Crest. It totally looked like it. Yes. Like a weird retrofitted one. Yeah. Okay. Like, you think he's taking that? Oh, I love the Razor Crest. I'm so sad. That was a way up. cool ship. They should not have... The fact that he had, like... A bookshelf of bounties was so cool. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. that was so cool. There was so it many was awesome elements. I'm so sad that ship. So those gone. guys are it dead. It broke then, my huh? heart. Those guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he unloaded that. He got him. his money. Oh yeah, first. yeah, sure he did. Sure, sure. Brought yeah, yeah. Brought him in cold. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, I love the in one yeah. Starfighter though. Like, I love what they did to it. And did you guys notice in? the third episode when they did the awesome dog fight Mm -hmm. that he used that special capability that Anakin used to blow up the trade federation. Yeah. I don't, I I don't know if I'd call that a special capability. I would just call that, I'd call that a button that you push to shoot a torpedo. Have you not played any Star Wars game where you can fly a ship? No, I know. It's always the secondary attack (laughs) All I'm saying is that was a sick Easter egg. Yeah. Like if you know what that is, like, Wow, the fact that they went all the way back to Phantom Menace and pulled out something that that ship is capable of doing, yeah. and put it in here, I'm like, that. I felt very rewarded I, when they showed that, and I knew what it was. I was just pissed he used it on single fighter, like mm. that's meant to blow up a. I know, a but what a flex, bull man! Trade what Federation. an awesome flex that is. That yeah. he's like, well, I know similar. this just shoots straight forward, but this is my time. This is my chance. I'm gonna. <laughs> hey, Caleb, do you remember? I'm gonna overkill this. Do you remember guy. in the second season <laughs> when Boba Fett used his also special capability to blow up those two ships? The mines. The the seismic charges. The seismic charges. Yeah. The, the best got, noise in Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, that got that got his buttons going too. Oh yeah, I love the Easter eggs, <laughs> man. I Dude. love the callbacks. Uh, no, that is, that is that the sound, that sound alone is so basically the Inception sound. Yeah. The so <laughs> Honestly, two two best scenes in the whole show were that dog fight. Oh, all right. Yes. Especially when he like goes up. And yes. Guns him. If you've seen Top Gun Maverick, my yep. my wife was like Top Gun, like Top Gun. <laughs> it totally yes. was like, Top Gun, like a like, total callback. Yeah. But and then Bo-Katan wielding the dark saber in the second episode. Oh yeah. Just, Where she shows you what it's supposed to what look it's like. What it's supposed right. to look like, and she's just going to town on those guys. And, and she's like, like oh. you see like zero fear. Like she knows yeah. exactly what she's doing. Yeah. She's not afraid of anything. The piloting in this season has been absolutely absurd. Bo-Katan's like. Spin move that Dude, that was so cool. Like <laughs> pulls uh, up one wing and just yes. does a quick turn. She You're drifted like, with a spaceship. She like, it was absurd. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is incredible. Oh man, yeah, Tatooine like, drift. Like I was saying, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, uh, I, I like 
briefly mentioned it. Mando is terrible on the ground. The second he has anything to do not in space, he's awful. Like, <laughs> he gets his butt kicked, he gets kidnapped, he gets knocked out, and then you put him in a <laughs> starfighter. this season. Yeah. Like, well, he's always kind of gotten his butt kicked. Like, he's not, he's not clean. And, like, that's, like, the whole point of whenever Mando is with other Mandalorians, you sh- they sh- are so, like, lethal and quick and, like, decisive. And he's kind of like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then he eventually works his way out of it. Like, he's like John Cena. Like, he can't lose. He gets <laughs> like, there. But he gets there. He gets there. And it's then, not clean, but he, he gets it done. But then, yeah, yeah Bo-Katan comes in, like, and rescues him. And, like, it's just, very just clean. Straight, yeah. yeah. It's in- incredible. And so that. But then you put him in a pilot, like, in a Starcraft, and he's, like, absurd. Like, he is he's so sure. good. Oh, I'm I like, love watching him just zoom yeah. around. I'm like, dude, just one. stay in the ship. Like, <laughs> yeah, come on, man. so much better just... in there. <laughs> um, well, I love watching, like, as far as, like, ground battle, the newest episode when they had the Mandalorian strike team. Like, oh, yeah. it was so cool to see them use, you know, their ground. I love the grappling, you know, cables that they have yeah. and their, the Gatling gun that Paz Vizsla uses, oh, yeah. the armorer's so hammer, like, all the hand-to-hand. I don't think we saw a flamethrower or the rocket from the jetpack yeah. capability, but not yet. They d- they've definitely used flamethrowers this season, but yeah, during that siege they didn't. But yeah, they yeah they used it on the beasts, yeah. not very effectively, but and of course the crocodile beast, <laughs> mm. crocodile, yeah, the thing that got absolutely demolished. Which I will say, my favorite <laughs> meme of that is like <laughs> it was a. It's a TikTok of they're like, oh, when you're getting baptized in Florida, yeah, <laughs> it's like the kid, and all of a sudden the crocodile comes up, comes out, and you're like, dude, that kid has died, like, like almost died, yeah. like three. Times. I know, man. Oh, like man. at one he point, you just give up. Yeah, like, sorry, you like, didn't pass the test. Like, <laughs> like kid, you're not gonna make it. It's twelve. <laughs> all right, you gotta just quit while you're ahead. Give me, give me I your make helmet it to back. The fourth yeah. I think I'm gonna head out. Helmet. Peace out, guys. Yeah. Later, Dad. Yeah. I didn't make it to the fourth grade, kid. It yeah. looks like you ain't gonna either. <laughs> you know that's from? My random quote of the day? Uh, is that Home, Home Alone? Alone? That is Home yeah. Alone. Good mm. job. Called it. Nice. That's the first one, correct? I think. No, I think it's the second is one. Where he's one? gonna, Yeah, he's going to shoot him in the park. Oh, that's right. It is with, it's not with <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. It's with the random kid. In the no, park. no, it is Macaulay Culkin. And the second one, the first two are Macaulay Culkin. No, I'm saying the random kid in the park is not Macaulay. He says it to like a kid in the park, right? Is what you're saying? No, he does say oh, it. Oh, he does yeah, say it? Okay. Does. <laughs> I was like, because there is a scene where they're like stealing stuff from the oh, ice that's, rink. Yeah, they're like, like oh, yeah. Their hats. <laughs> <laughs> Grabbing stuff with his the sticky s- fingers. Sticky bandits. Yeah, dude. We're the sticky bandits. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. All right. Any other uh, things you like okay. from this season, guys? It, are they going to ride a mythosaur this season? Absolutely, hundred percent. Absolutely, yeah. We're going to on see Mandalore. It. I am so excited. They're like it's going to be on Mandalore. Bo-Katan's going to like inherit the throne that's like rightfully hers. And the royal couple will arise. The royal couple. No, the yep. king and queen of Mandalore. <laughs> Think how bad that would be for the show. Mando is helping out. Bo-Katan to become queen of Mandalore, re- rebuild Mandalore, mm-hmm. and then he's going to go off and do his own thing. Right off into the sunset? Yes. No, he's but you gonna... ride off into the sunset with the girl, no, man. She's the That's queen of Mandalore. She has to stay on Mandalore. Well, he's going mean, to re... No, no, no. He's going to repopulate Mandalore. Yeah! You know what I mean? <laughs> All right! <laughs> I mean, if we're going the Jon Snow Khaleesi route, like that's what you wanted to see. You wanted to see your two favorite characters. 
I'm sorry, I didn't want to get see together. <laughs> I mean, the way that it happened, yeah, not a lot of people wanted to see it, but the the concept of it, I wanted to see. Yeah, I, it's true. The concept, the delivery, not necessarily the concept, though. Yeah. But this is their chance to make it all up. All right, the Jon Snow and Khaleesi. No, nah, Bo-Katan, Din Djarin. I'm here for it. I'm on the Dimbo train. 100%. Mando, Mando is just a he is a a character that passes through other characters' plot lines. That's like I'm his a wanderer. Yeah, and he wanders through it, and he's gonna help, and then he's going to go off. See, but, but isn't that the thing? The like thing. he wants to settle for Grogu's sake, right? Like he wants to be yeah, a part. He of, wants to, but he to keeps live in the light. That was his whole Grogu speech. We should live in the light. You know, like he wants to herald this new season of Mandalore where they don't have to hide and change places. He wants to settle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, this is the, the the season that they've moved away from this kind of uh, like old Western vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you because you're right, like the whole Western theme is like, yeah, he's a lone ranger, mm-hmm. he goes off, can't can't never settles. But in this season, I'm they're kind of they're moving away, and so you're seeing a lot more of just like the classic yeah. action movie like genre oh. where. The hero gets the gets girl. Gets the girl. That's the no, classic no. action hero, the hero trope. Gets the because, girl. Because there's going to be an inciting incident that pivots <laughs> to Mando going somewhere else with Grogu, whether it's to help Ahsoka find out more about the Force, because there's not okay. very many other people out there that, like, who knows how long this like timeline is going to span? Like, maybe mm. Luke goes off into his exile. Maybe, maybe we're like a year away from. Or like a couple years away from Luke turning into old man Luke and yeah. Kylo Ren killing people, and then Luke's just gone. Like you don't know where he is. So is that what happens to Grogu? He goes off and trains with Luke, and then Kylo Ren kills no, him. No, no, no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is Ky- <laughs> Kylo Ren's going to do that, and Luke's going to disappear, and now the only person that Mando knows that even knows is Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's eventually going to be the. That's a good theory, yeah. and I'm not saying. That like Dinbo's gonna happen. I'm just saying I want it to happen. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. They're gonna they're gonna kiss. Maybe. I mean, we have to. Um, okay, book it. We are going to see Pedro Pascal's face in the season. Yeah, they cannot resist. They've done it so, every season. Yeah, yeah. Once a season. And the reason to kiss Bo-Katan. That's oh, the reason yeah. he's because, gonna remove the helmet. Yeah, because here's the thing. Last episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. She took off her helmet, and it's now acceptable because yeah. she lives both. That's right. He's gonna. Oh, he's gonna bridge the oh, gap. Oh, Connor. Yes. Oh, yeah. We got it. This is it. It's all going On together. On that point. Oh no. When was that? It's it's just I find it funny that that all of a sudden is like an option. Like, oh, you can live both now. I I can't imagine the other Mandalorians are like, uh, can I do that too now? I know no, they're like, not going to. It's the please. other clans. It's allowing the other clans in. Yeah, it's like the overarching thing of like Christianity, right? Like everyone, there's a bunch of different sects of Christianity. That's basically what they're doing with Mandalorian. All the denominations yeah. of Mandalore. It's yeah. like it's like Mormons basically. finally coming out and saying that tattoos are okay. <laughs> like, okay, yes. you can drink coffee. coffee All right, right fine. fine. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, the, the, that that group, there's no way. Like, and I think. In, since he did already break the creed once, then maybe he's a little more likely to do it. And this basically allows them to not have to put 
Grogu in a Mandalorian helmet. Yeah. Which which is, would not work. Oh, I want to see it so bad. Dude, I want to see it so bad, too. <laughs> so funny. But what won't... are they going to do with the ears? They just stick out? No, yeah. it's going to... They well, fold in? You know how the they armors have... has, like, the... Horns? The horns. They're going to have hollow gonna... ears. Oh, that would be Wait. so goofy. I've so, already seen concept So images. then is the armor a... Uh... Yeah, what is... what is, what is... D- d- Oh, the Darth Maul Darth race? Uh, d- Darth Mir- Darth uh, Mirian? Yeah, yeah. Um... It is Dathomir. Is Dathomir is like from Dathomir. But I forget what they're called. It's uh, yeah. It's it's called something weird. But from Dathomir, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good wait. But so that would be a Zabrak. A Zabrak. Yes. Yes. That would be Zabrak. Wild. I'd lose my mind. That's my favorite race. They're insane. (laughs) That would be, dude, Andy. That would be, dude, Andy. Man, dude, I was pulling out the. I was so ready for her to remove her helmet this Mm -hmm. last episode, though, and I was almost like. Oh, is, she, seen... is she gonna kiss? <laughs> like, she's like, oh, why no. do you want everybody to kiss, Caleb? <laughs> I don't. I was just like, they were getting awful close. I was like, what? what you need what's to watch happening more here? Anime, what's man, happening? Like, Hold on. Pump yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know you got these random drugs going off in the air, but that's <laughs> <laughs> from the armorer. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> take off your helmet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Very. I, I I saw somebody say like a theory of that the armor is somebody that Bo knows, but they're hiding their voice, and I'm like, who would it be? Like, but hiding her voice, everyone she, she knows is very. Like, she has a very distinctive. They all have, they all have uh, voice modulators in their helmets. So I know, but she isn't. She's been having the same voice forever since long before Bo Katan so came along. She's a very important figure for Mandalorian. Like, like she's royalty. like I'm the Mythosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is where I, this is where I wish they hadn't killed off Satine because like the armor being revealed as Satine would be oh. absurd. I was actually thinking that too. Yeah. It would be incredible. They Satine is killed off. Yeah. She she's dead. She in this? died in Obi Wan's arms. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Oh dang. Yeah. By I think by Darth Maul. Oh yeah. no. Darth Maul or Savage Opress. Oh yeah. The Irish one. Mm. Uh, the Irish one. <laughs> Whenever you say his name, it just sounds like you have an Irish accent. Savage Opress. Savage Opress. <laughs> so he always just, by Clancy Brown, also the voice actor of Mr. Krabs, which is always funny mm-hmm. to me. No yeah. way. Wow. That's funny. Money, money, money. Yeah, literally. It's the same person. <sighs> Man. Yeah, I uh, I just started Clone Wars, so I have yet to find that. Thanks for spoiling it. No, I'm just oh, sorry. I, I'm just My bad. You'll it, forget it's, who she is. It's been time. like 12 yeah. years. I, it's, you know, yeah. by now, the, a, the, it's, it's your own fault. Yeah. For getting the statute spoiled, of limitations right. on spoilers expires in good, about 10 years. It's a good so. storyline. Yep. It's a really good storyline. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, I think this wraps our midpoint episode. We will be back mm-hmm. as the season wraps. For our very special episode that we like to call the Mando Fan Bros, so. where we're going to have a large form roundtable discussion with a bunch of people, whoever we can get um, to join us and give our ratings for each episode. We're going to de- try and determine what was the best and what was the worst episode of this season. Um, but Eric, thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Do you want to yeah. tell... Our listeners, where they can find you? Yeah, if you like this episode that's probably way longer than all the other episodes, go to my podcast called Short Game Long Talk, where we do have long episodes about video games that are about an hour long. Uh, it's a, basically dedicated to people who like video games and don't have a lot of time to play them. So mm. uh, it's just a way to show that there are video games you can play and beat uh, on your own pace and in one or two sittings and enjoy them, and they're good. Uh, 
episodes are usually an hour to two hours long and uh we're trying we have also like little bonus episodes where we just talk about generalized gaming topics that's where you guys would probably come in is if we talk about um video game movies or shows or whatever whether Mm -hmm. they're good they're bad that'd be a between the games episode mario let's go yeah it's coming up (laughs) it's coming up uh i'll be seeing that on saturday so we'll see how that goes but yeah if you want to go follow there it's on spotify as well um I don't have a schedule of when they come out. I'm not as consistent as you guys because it's a lot harder to find <laughs> It time. took us a long time to get there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's also very difficult because uh, my co-host, uh, my goddaughter Jess, is uh, a full-time student and like in the process of graduating. So it's... Uh, Busy season. Yeah, yep. it's tough. So, But if you like that and you like long episodes, there's plenty there. <laughs> they're, they're there. <laughs> but yeah, this is definitely probably your guys' longest episode uh, besides, I think, the Star Wars one. Of, right? of this season? Yeah. yeah. It's the longest of one this. besides the bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars just does that. You know, talk mm-hmm. about it. it does. Yeah. Especially I, in, with this theme. group here, we can talk about it for hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't even get into like deep cuts and stuff. If you guys want to talk about Star Wars video games, like I can. If we it. had started recording earlier, we would have been. That's, that's Andy's that's like specialty. Oh, man. I know. You mentioned something during one of the like star wars episodes talking about like why like uh you were like curious why uh star wars video games were so bad in the last like 10 years and to answer that question is because ea had an exclusive contract yeah, and they yeah. made four games in 10 years and i miss lucas arts so much yeah. Yeah. so much yeah <laughs> they were so good yeah well i think now there's going to be more games coming out because they uh, Disney was like, uh, no, we're not going to exclusively give the rights to anybody anymore. So, which uh, Jedi Survivor guys? Yeah, that looks good. It looks really good. And you can actually customize him now and not just like a dumb poncho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> I can't. There wait. was one good poncho in that game, and it was the one you started with. Like there was so many oh, other ones, and they're all bad. Oh yeah. I usually I usually run him like no poncho at all. Yeah. Those are the two options. He's the outsider. Poncho because it's kind of Qui Gon's and mm. reminiscent. Yep. Mm. <laughs> you say I miss him? No, no, no. it's reminiscent. I heard no, I Qui-Gon. miss him. You know, I, I miss Andy, him too. I do miss <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some Qui Gon. Uh, oh yeah. What the what we got in Kenobi was not enough. Qui-Gon Talk about another me. series that would be good. Like a Qui Gon prequel. Young Qui Gon with dang with, with uh, Count Dooku. Oh, from yeah. Tales of the Jedi. Mm. Bring that mm. into oh yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Then you get the young Mace Windu, <gasps> and then you do the spinoff. Dude, there. Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's already something. No, like, live action. But live action. Mm. Live action. Longer than five minutes. Yeah. Tales yeah. of fifteen the... minutes. Oh my Thank bad. You. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That would be oh, oh man. yeah. Let's pitch it. That's too. a story worth telling. Like yeah, the, yeah. The young Jedi because Qui Gon is like the linchpin that started like literally everything. He really is. Like without like, what an impact one character made in one movie. That, yeah, like without him, Anakin would not be a thing. Yeah, and obviously without Anakin, like the entire saga depends on him yeah. so well so, and like he's the one who like unlocked like force ghosts he's like figured out like that aspect of it and taught the, it to yoda he's the gray mm-hmm. jedi man yeah he's the is that guy. what they call him he's a gray jedi yeah he's like the prototypical gray jedi what does where, that even mean where he like isn't a part of he's he doesn't follow the creeds like to the jedi P. Order. yeah He's, he's a rogue like, Jedi then. He sees both. Like, uh, what was the other guy in Clone Wars? The guy with the is Obi Wan's buddy who has the face paint. Quinlan uh, Vos. Yes, he is another very gray Jedi. Andy. Uh, yeah. 
I'm so, in, I'm so impressed yeah. by you right now. I know a lot of Loris. <laughs> as soon as he said the lines, I had a feeling I was like, it's probably Quinlan Voss. Yeah. Quinlan Voss, Quinlan was, Voss was like, character. yeah, aside from like Clone Wars definitely built him out, but he was mysterious even way before that. Yeah. Really? They gave him a brief can't like a cameo was, mention in episode three. Was he kind of the long haired, yeah, dark, like um, long dark haired, kind of like the he like almost had jungly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah. that guy. I know yeah. exactly. Yeah, jungly. All right. He literally switches back and forth between the dark side and the light side. I was like, he was. I think I saw something about like he was like in love with like an ex Sith or something. Yeah. Um, uh, not not Ventress. Yeah, Ventress. Yeah. Really? Wait, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they uh, they have a actually really good like. They, in the do they they have a touch good, on that in Clone Wars? No, it's in a book. Okay. Uh, they have a very nice like, um, actual romance and then, better than Han and Leia. I would say so because it's like <laughs> according to you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the we're getting like way off topic. I'll, I'll try to make this short. Quinlan Voss basically gets brainwashed by the Sith mm. and become there's like this general that they keep mentioning throughout all of these uh, books and it turns out that it's him like he's murdering a bunch of oh, like like really like very He's viciously. like Bucky Barnes? Basically, yeah. Okay. And what book is this? I or I guess books. I'll have to let's yeah. It's another it's just like one of the EU series. Yeah, it's so long ago. Um yeah. But yeah, that, he's a very interesting character. I think the Grey Jedi's are fascinating. I think that's the direction they should have gone with Rey, and they didn't. Mm. They, the fact that they didn't just like kill off the Jedi's fully and make them just like the Grey Jedi's because that's that's I know, and that was the hope. Yeah, like with like they released the title of the mm-hmm. Last Jedi, and the everyone last was hoping that Jedi. Mm-hmm. yeah, but nope, yeah. nope. Grey Jedi's are cool. That's the that's the point. Yeah. Well, we're uh, we'll definitely have to do an episode on. Jedi Survivor, because these two are totally going to play it. Mm-hmm. I will inevitably get roped into it because it's Star Wars. Yeah, I'll at least watch a Let's Play of it, so I'll be there as well. Sweet. So yeah, book it. We'll do that. And then uh, tune in next time for the Mando Fan Bros. And yeah. Four we'll... hours long. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be a yeah, long I know. <laughs> Buckle up. All right. Catch you next time on the Chronicles of Critics.